Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Brawl Podcast. We're back, baby. It's Thursday, almost the weekend. No football coming up this weekend, sadly, but how are we feeling, Mr. Jaden? Ah, oh, it's a great Thursday. It started snowing again, finally, so finally we can get some, you know, snow on the mountain, I guess. I don't yeah, know. it hasn't been here for two or three months. It's been sucky, man. It's been icy on the hill. Not the best season for skiing, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We today plan on going over a few topics. I still want to send a shout out to everyone out there still listening. And Well, today we plan on going over a few topics. Jaden, why don't you explain our agenda today? All right, we're going to start off with our personal NFL rankings, and then we're going to jump into some more basketball today, talk about All-Star Weekend, a little college hoops. We're going to take our predictions on the All-Star Game contest and also jump into some March Madness talk. And maybe, just maybe, we will dive into some Big Sky basketball. Yeah, with the NFL season just over with last Sunday, it's it's been a sad four days. Everyone knows it's that time of the season that it's just depressing and Nothing to look forward to on Thursday night, Sunday, Monday. No fantasy football. Can we get like a Manning cast for like just reality TV shows? Do you think one day football is year round? Well, don't we have like the XFL thing coming? See, but is anyone watching it though? The one weekend March Madness isn't on. I might tune in. <laughs> it's football, man. It's true. Like, I, I, did, I just never have gotten into it. I feel like those side leagues, though, they always have, like, a good idea. Like, like what was it, the XFL? You, no, not the XFL. The previous one to the XFL, or, like, the latest one, like, you could hear the refs discuss. And I feel like that was, like, or, like, on a challenge, you could hear the refs. Like, that was a good idea. They have good ideas. It's just, like, I feel like the combination of everything never clicks. And that's why it always bankrupts itself. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, let's get right into it. We're going to start with some NFL uh, prediction ratings for next season. We're going to name the top five at each position group. Let's start it out with our quarterbacks. Jaden, let's start, go from 5-2-1. We'll start with number five, going down to number one. Uh, who is your number five? Number five, I have Justin Herbert. Herbie. All right, who you got number four? Joe Shiesty, Joe Burr. Number three, we're going A-Rodge. No mm-hmm. matter what team he's on, I think he's still going to blow up. Number two, I got Patty Mahomes. And then that makes Josh Allen the number one. Ooh, we think he's the best. I think he proved a lot this year, and I think he's only going up. I think he's definitely the hungriest quarterback going into the next season. Absolutely. Him and Joe. So, for my five, I put Stafford at the five. I put Lamar at the four. I put Mahomes at three. I put Josh Allen at two, and I put Aaron Rodgers at one. Any particular reason? Well, what I got to say is, is Mahomes is three and not two or one because I think teams are starting to figure him out. And I'd agree with that, yeah. Yeah, and I think Aaron Rodgers just won the MVP, so I kind of can't really put anyone above him right now, but it really does depend on what team he goes to. I think... To the two teams that he is going to go, either the Broncos or the Packers. If he goes anywhere else, I don't know. But just knowing the rosters, I think it's a good season he has either way because both defenses are good, so that could lead to better quarterback play. Could you see him going to Pittsburgh? Yeah. I totally could see him going to Pittsburgh. I just don't know who wants to go play in Pittsburgh. 
Have you ever seen Jackie Robinson, 42? Oh, yeah. End of the, or in the movie when they talk, <laughs> he gets traded to Pittsburgh. <laughs> they just clown him. Classic uh, part. All right, moving on. Let's go into running backs. I'll go first this time again, and then you go. Number five, I have Joe Mixon. Number four, I have Najee Harris. Number three, I have Nick Chubb. Number two, I have Kamara. And number one is Derrick Henry. What about you? Holy shit, I forgot about Derrick Henry. All right. No way. I did, yeah. All right, I got it. Let it be known. Let it be known. I got it. I don't know. Sorry, Arch. Anyway, (laughs) five, I have Joe Mixon. Two, we're doing this on the fly. Not really. We both had Mixon at the five. Yeah. We was at the four before I forgot about Derrick. All right, number four, I have Saquad's Barkley. Three, I got CMC. Two, Derrick Henry. One, Jonathan Taylor. You think Saquad comes back strong next year? I think Saquad's going to come back with a little bit of engines. They just hired a very great offensive-minded head coach. If I was him, I'd be pissed off because he came back. I mean, he did everything he could to come back, and people are still like, well, he kind of sucks now. Man's still going to be good. Like it, It's like when CMC came back. It's like he he had a great game, though, when he came back. But then, like, weeks after that, he was kind of like, eh. Yeah, it's all about – I mean, they get hit so much. Yeah. Like, running back lifespan in the NFL is not very long. Yeah, no, Unless I agree. Unless you're Frank Gore. Ha, goat. One of my favorite running backs in Madden. All right, let's move on to receivers. Go ahead. Start right. at five. I got honorable mentions, Jalen Waddle and D-Hop. Now, the reason I have D-Hop as an honorable mention, I think he's getting to the age where he starts declining. He'll still be very good. He'll still be top ten, but I think he's going to, like, go down a little. I disagree. You dis- but I'm going to keep listening. All right. Number five maybe a little controversial. I have Devontae Smith. Now, main reason, I think with all those first-round draft picks, they're going to tr- they're going to trade up and get Chris Olave from Ohio State, who's going to be a great addition to the team, and now free up Devontae Smith. San Four, Diego boy, Olave. Four, Justin Jefferson. Three, Jamar Chase. Two, Cooper Cup. One, Devontae Adams. So our, our lists are similar. Very. Just a couple different, yeah. just a couple different spots. So I didn't put an honorable mention, but I put Reek, Tyreek Hill at the five. Justin Jay at the four. But I put D-Hop at three. I put Cup at two and Adams at one. I think Adams is just – even though Cup had probably the best season a wide receiver could have ever had, I think it's pretty known Devontae Adams is just the hands-down best in the league right now. I think Cup is – like every game, Cup's going to go out and like just give out his 110% effort. I feel like Devontae doesn't have to do that, and he'll still – Come he'll away. Still, he'll with, still win. Rest. He'll still put up the same yards. Absolutely. Also comes a lot with Rogers though. Oh, absolutely. But he said it like if Rogers goes, he goes to Denver, Pittsburgh. <laughs> no, I, I'm just praying day by day. All right, T- let's go tight ends. Give me your top five. All right, number five, I put Dallas Goddard. Number four, put Mark Andrews. Number three, I went Kittle. I think Waller actually passed, in my opinion, Kittle up. Even though he did get hurt, but I'm saying this next season with the Raiders and how things have gone with Josh McDaniels being an offensive guy coming in, I think Waller blows up big time. I hopefully don't see that as a Broncos fan, but I don't know. I just I just have a feeling the Raiders will do better than the Niners next season, maybe pass-wise. And Kelsey, obviously, is the number one. All right. So I got Mark Andrews at five, Darren Waller at four. Number three, biasly, I'm going Mike Jusecki. 
Penn he's, State, right? What? What? Where's what college is Kosicki from again? Penn State. Penn State, yeah. Yeah. Now, biasly, I think he's gonna get put into the Kittle system, who who loves tight ends. So it's Chicky. He's our number one. He can catch anything. He will. He will be top three. I Over Waller. Over Waller. I don't see it. I dude, the man catches everything. I know, but when total, like if a complete tight end, I'm probably gonna go Darren Waller just based on size. Here's the thing, though. We have like four tight ends. He's not in when we run the ball. <laughs> it's so, true. Watch the game. Rec- he is not in when we run the ball. Rec- receiving tight end. Receiving tight end. He's three. I think Waller's probably a better blocker. Probably. So well, there's a reason he's not in when yeah. we run the ball. Anyway, two, I understand though. Two Kittle, one Kelsey. I appreciate that's Kelsey's one. That's good. O line units. Let's move on to our top five O line units. All right, five. We got New England. Four Chiefs. Three Bills. Two Colts, and then I got the Niners at one. Wow, okay. So for mine, I have Tampa Bay at one. Yeah, I thought that was, when I put that in there, I was like, mm, might be iffy take, but that's what I'm going to ride with. I'm going to go Colts number two, and then I'm going to ride the Niners number three, Chiefs number four, and the Cowboys at number five. All right. Even though I can't stand the Cowboys. and no. If you're out there listening, Cowboys fans, just know that I'm really sorry for your life. <laughs> go ahead. I'm, I'm not. For, right. for <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into D-line and edge. Now, this one depends for me. If Aaron Donald is back, I'm at three. If not, obviously. So we're going, we're going like if Aaron Donald is not back. Okay. I got number five, Joey Bosa. Four, Micah Parsons. Three, Trey Hendrickson. Two Nick Bosa and then one TJ Watt. Wow, you know you're missing a very valuable name. Cam Jordan? Nope. I was thinking of Cam Jordan. Vaughn? No, it's Vaughn, isn't it? Nope. It's not Vaughn. No. Hold on, give me a second. I'm gonna tell you my list. Shaq Barrett. Mm-mm. Mm. Better than all of them. Number five for me, Parsons. All right. Number four is Cameron Hayward. Number three is Miles Garrett. Son of. Number two is T.J. Watt. Number one is Aaron Donald. <laughs> did you forget about Miles? I forgot about Miles. I forgot about. I forgot about the Browns entirely. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Wow. That yeah, even I mean, affects my. Yeah, uh, not really. Let's get into linebackers. Yes, sir. You go. Number five, I have Deion Jones. Number four, I have Eric Kendricks. At number three, I have Darius Leonard. Number two, I have Bobby Wagner. Number one, I have Fred Warner. All right. Our list is kind of – our list is actually pretty different on this one. Number five, I got Nicobe Dean or Kobe Dean. I don't know how to say it. From Georgia. He's coming in as a rookie. I feel like he'll have an instant impact to whatever team he goes to. Four, I have Fred Warner. Three, Roquan Smith. Two, Bobby Wagner. And then one, Devin White. I do like the Roquan Smith. He's, do. he's been nice. I could see now. I I could see Nickobe Dean having the same like Roquan role, where it's just you know who else we forgot? Hmm. Khalil Mack. Yeah, but I don't. I still don't think he's top five right now. Yeah, he's like, been kind of like five years ago. He was five he was years ago. He one. was top two, top three. Yeah, he's kind of fell off. Yeah, age. Age in Chicago. Where's he even at? Chicago. Chicago. He's still in Chicago. He's got to. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. so. All right, let's move on to corners. For my picks, 
So at number five, I have Tredavious White. Four, I went bias here. I went Pat Sertan. And then I gave you the respect. I gave Howard Dolphins Let's corner. Go. I knew it would be there. Number three, Jair Alexander, two. And I know Ramsey got absolutely spoiled in the Super Bowl when we were talking about it, but I can't say that any other corner is better than him on this list. It's, so it's true. I I I had the similar thing and I have Jalen at one. I have X at two though, Howard. And then three I have J C Jackson. Four Darius Slay. And then five it's a toss up between your boy Pat Sertan and then Tredavious White. Honorable mentions though, I do have if Diggs could become an actual corner, not a ball hawk, I I could see him breaking this top five list easily. And then two, same with N- Nicobe Dean. I, I can see Derek Stingley having an instant impact. He is an LSU, so LSU bias, but still. Fan favorite, Diggs wins. Dude, Everyone loves him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, some people trash him because of the ball hawk, but there's so much hype around him. Yeah. Fans-wise. Safeties. Right. Safeties. Number five, I have Jesse Bates third from Cincy. Four, your boy Justin Simmons. Three, Derwin James. Two, Minka Fitzpatrick. And then one... Tyron Matthew. Okay, I got you. So you said five was Bates. I have five. Me too. Right. Where'd you put, and then you put Derwin James at four. I have Derwin at three, Justin at four. Okay, I was just making sure. So mine is Jesse Bates at five, Derwin James at four, Minka at three, Tyron Matthew at two. I put Simmons at one. You put Simmons. I put biased. Simmons That's at very one. Biased. Very biased, but I think next season he's the best safety in the league. I think out of all the other safeties. It's about being a leader, though. Is he the leader on that team? He is now because once Vaughn is gone, they kind of declared that on the defensive side. But Vaughn might be back. If Vaughn's back, he's not the leader. But while Vaughn's gone, Justin's the guy in Denver. That's why I think he's the best player. or That's why I think he's the best safety next season because he's the best player now. He has to have that role, and I think that. He's already such a great guy. I mean, he's almost won Walter Payton of Man of the Year award. So he's a hardworking guy, and he's a good leader. I think he steps up. It is bias. I haven't been biased on a yeah, lot of these. A lot. No, no. No offense. Not probably the second Broncos player. Maybe the first one I said. Oh, I said Pastor Tan. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, that Broncos defense is good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If we can get this elite quarterback play, I think it'll make the quarterback whoever even comes better. All right, let's now talk some NBA heading into the All-Star break. What you got? Well, let's break it down by conference and just take away. Uh, there are some games tonight that do have some implications, which is 76ers and Bucks and the Heat and Hornets play. But other than that, the standings are pretty much locked in. Obviously, the Suns sit at the one seed. Um, what did you see from the Suns in this regular season so far? I saw a lot of how they got to the NBA Finals last year. Just a lot of team play. A veteran, Chris Paul, still helping the team out. And then dominant young talent play from Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden. I think though, yeah, I think where this team will struggle, though, is uh, defensively down the stretch. We're not really known to be a defensive team. At times, we're going to be great defensively. but I still think that they have a really special thing going for them. And if they can just keep moving the ball and maintain healthy – they're in the Western Conference Finals again. Absolutely. I don't know if they're winning it based on what you said, but they're they stay what they're doing. They're in the Western Conference Finals. It kind of all depends on who they play in the Western Conference Finals. Because if they get a team like the Warriors, where it's offense versus offense, I think we can win that. As crazy as that sounds, I think we can win that. Which team, when you're looking at these standings, is the most surprising to you? And I'll go first, 
and I say the Grizzlies to me. I was about to say the same thing. Yeah, the Grizzlies this season have played so much better, and even defensively, you can just tell they're locked in when you watch their games. It it's very rare, but they look like they're actually having fun. Like you always you see the Warriors and their big stretch, they always look like they're having fun every game, like game in game out. They're always having fun. The Grizzlies are looking a lot like the Warriors. The Warriors are back then, where every game they're going into it, it could be a close game, it could be not a close game. They are going in, like, smile on their face, jokes on the bench. Like, they look like a high school JV team out there. What's your reaction when I tell you that John Morant leads the league in points scored in the paint? Not surprising. Isn't, that, you're not, isn't it crazy, though, for a I, okay, guard? Okay, very, like, like, surprising yeah, he's one, like, yeah, but not him surprising. His like, I thought he would be top five, but being one, that's pretty crazy. For a guard. Like, I thought Embiid would be one. Or Jokic or, yeah. you know, any no, of those. No, Jokic can play like yeah, that a little. So can true. Embiid to an extent. But, like, Embiid's known for being just a paint beast. Who's your sleeper on this western side? On the western side? Mm, this one's tough because I could see the Spurs maybe making a little push. But I think it might be a little too late for that. Why would you see the Spurs making a push? Pop. Solely off pop. Just the coaching? Yeah. I yeah, mean, they have talent and skill, but like Dejounte Murray is having a hell of a season. Yeah, and then maybe uh, like actual true one I could see now that the Pelicans have C.J. McCollum, a little more consistent guard play. I can see them going. I could see them bringing Zion back if they're in the hunt for the eight seed, eight or nine seed to get that playing game. Mm-hmm. If not, I say they sit him. But like. They showed a picture of Zion, like, working out. He's back in shape. Like, everything I said last week is gone. About? Like, the man's cut weight. He looks he looks fit. Who do you see finishing last in the West? Like, bottom? Bottom. Bottom, bottom, bottom. I think the team who it is right now in the Rockets. Do you think they get the number one pick in the draft? I mean, I hate how the NBA is a lottery. Like, I think it should be, it should be one of two things. It should be the worst team gets it, or like the joke everyone always said about the uh, NFL and stuff having the Pro Bowl, have the two worst teams play, and who gets the one seed. I think it should be that. I don't know why they don't do that. It's so it it, everyone something. would watch it, yeah. and it's the most important game of their season. Yeah, exactly. Like you're as for the Rockets, you're 15 and 42 right now. Like have one meaningful game. Well, the Magic are 13 and 47, and the Pistons are 13 and 45. So. Out of those three teams we're talking about, it's kind of close. But One of them's Detroit, though. Let's remember that. Yeah, it's true. I'm going to say Detroit. I'm with you. Detroit has- I think Detroit will have the worst record at the end of the season. All right. Um, over in the East, it's way, way tight at the top. It shook up. Um, we see the Bulls and the Heat. Based on if the Heat win tonight, actually could be tied for the one seed. I just want to get your opinion on what you've seen so far in the Eastern Conference. I have a few shocking like things. One, the Bulls being one, because I like I didn't expect that going in. Like they signed Demar, Lonzo, Caruso in the off season, but I thought they would be like a four or five seed. But for them to be the ones, very impressive right now. They're playing good basketball. And number two, the Cavs being the four seed. Yeah, the Cavs drafting Mobley has been perfect for them and Garland's been playing awesome and you just are starting to see the pieces add up there and it's good that they don't need LeBron to do shit. I'm so happy. About time. And All-Star Weekend's in Cleveland so pretty cool for the season right now for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, a lot going up for them. 76ers and Bucks play tonight. 
They're pretty close to each other in the standings, uh, about a game away from each other. Which team would you pick to be your favorite on this side? Uh, hmm, this one's tough. I like the Sixers with James Harden. Do you think it'll work out? I think, I mean, I gave a lot of hate to James Harden last week. I do still think he's a great player, if he wants to be a great player. I think new team, fresh environment, he'll be, he'll be great. I think the Nets come back. Think I think the they Nets really do. Back? Yep, I think Drummond and Simmons will add a lot of defense on the team, and Durant hopefully is back in time. If he's not, then my opinion may change. But I think Durant gets back eventually, and they get into the playoffs and start getting hot. Yeah. All right, who do you think your sleeper team is? My sleeper team, I'm actually going to go with the Raptors. Raptors? I think Van Vliet, he's right, first-time All-Star. Right now. Yeah, they're first. he's a first-time All-Star. And I was watching the Nuggets play him the other night. And that guy is cash. Like, yeah. He's been like a pretty good shooter out of Wichita State. Here and there, you know, they won the finals. He was a great player. But now, like, he is so money. Like, he just throws it up there. And he, I he, think he's he second. He definitely the, worked on his game since those finals. I think he's second in the league in three-pointers made a game. Wow. He's in the uh, three-point contest. Yeah, and we'll talk about our predictions based on that later. But, yeah, I'm going to say the Raptors. I think they're my sleeper pick. I think Boucher out of the G League is really good. Siakam is pretty hard to stop based on what team he's playing. And they have a great coach. Um, they call them the mad scientist I saw the other day. Yeah, that, that's and a Nick Nurse. Name. Nick Nurse. Yeah, but Raptors, I think they're sleeping again. If Kawhi was still on that team, healthy, dude. Kawhi should have never left. Should have never left. He had the whole country of Canada with him. Probably the worst decision he's made. Yeah, honestly. What has L.A. brought him? Paul George. Injuries? Yeah, Paul George. Who do you think, in your opinion, is a sleeper here in the Eastern Conference? I got the Young Hornets. It's a good pick. I mean, Explain. I Give it to me. Teams can catch fire. This team's young. This team almost doesn't know how, like, how the NBA works after All Star break, where every team's going for the push, so they're, I I can see them balling out. They're four and a half games back from the Nets right now. Still in the playing. Still in the playing though. If they win tonight. Yeah, and I am a big fan of Lonzo Ball. If they win tonight. I'm a big fan of Lamelo Ball. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. It's okay. That's why editing's super fun. What are we gonna like take out all my fuck ups this time? Yeah. Yeah. No, we won't. Let's just leave it uncut. Uncut. Uncut well, cold gems. Yeah, people people have to see like how how bad we fuck up, how how often we fuck up. Exactly. Who do you think finishes first in the East? We said Pistons would finish last. We said Pistons would finish last. I could see I could see one or two right now. I could see the Bulls or the Heat. Really, you think it kind of stays? I don't think the Bucks. I mean, Bucks are a few games back, two games back, but I could, I think it kind of stays. Okay. All right. I'm a big fan of this Heat team. I think I kind of agree with you there. It's one of those first three seeds. But let's move on to the All-Star game this weekend. Uh, a couple challenges going on Saturday night. Let's go over the Taco Bell Skills Challenge. Sabonis won last year, but they are changing up the competition for some reason. Uh, let me know if you like it. I'm going to explain it to you. All right, feed me. They're splitting into three teams. So the first team is the NBA rookies. Scotty Barnes, Kate Cunningham, Josh Giddy. The next team is some Cleveland Cavs players, basically rookies, and Jared Allen. And then the three Antetokounmpo's are also competing in the skills challenge. What do you think about them splitting it up three different teams? 
so after they like beat all the teams, do they now do like a one v one v one? I didn't even look into the rules to yeah. be honest. It sounds a little funky. I mean, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm trying to think who would win. The obvious pick would be the Antetokounmpo's. Who are, do you think they have the most skills out of well, both groups? Th- here's the thing. They're the biggest, but just because there's a three-pointer involved in the skills competition, I'm not sure. I can see Giddy, Cade, and, and Scotty cashing them. I was, that's what I was saying. I think the NBA rookies take this, the one. Rookies have this one. They have a good mix in Barnes, Cunningham, and Giddy. I love Josh Giddy. Yeah, TikTok star. TikTok star. So now let's talk about the Mountain Dew three-point contest. Uh, talk to me about what you're thinking here. This one's exciting. We have C.J. McCollum, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, Cat somehow, Fred Van Vliet, Luke Kennard, and Patty Mills. Who would be your top three favorites going into this? Ranked or just together? Just who do you think is going to win? Who do you think is going to be in the finals? If I had to rank like a 1-2-3 final, I'm going to say Van Vliet wins, Trey Young is second, and... Zach Levine's pretty competitive in these things. Zach Levine. I'm sp- I'm going to go Zach Levine three, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was Patty Mills or Kennard. All right. I got a little I got a little different. I got Trey Young one winning it. Van Vliet two, though. And then for some reason, I have Luke Kennard at three. I don't know why, but I have a feeling. AT&T slam dunk contest. Cole Anthony. Juan. Say his last name for me. Toscano Anderson. Hey, you got it. I did? Uh, yeah. Let's go. Sounded good. Obi Toppin, Jalen Green. Who's winning in your opinion? And give me a dunk prediction. It's a toss-up for me right now between Jalen Green and Cole Anthony. I don't see – like, Obi's big. He doesn't really have hops. And he could dunk, though. Yeah, not going to lie. Dayton Flyer. I've never seen Juan play. so. I'm pretty sure he's like the energy guy for him. Is he an, uh, Brings the heat. Is, is he a glue guy or an energy guy? Energy he's guy. He ain't not guy. a glue guy. Not a glue guy? All right. But I can see Jalen maybe doing like a – I think he'll jump over something. Yeah. Maybe between quite the, the legs jump over something. That's fair. I don't know. Like the dunk contest. It's either really good or really bad. It, exactly. And I feel like we've seen like every dunk possible until you see That's Zach Levine tough. do it between the legs from the free throw line and Aaron Gordon go under under the legs over a mascot on a hoverboard. Should Aaron Gordon should have won that dunk contest. I don't contest. think so. I think it should have been Zach. I, will, I think they got it right. I don't know how he should have won the one where Zach wasn't in it though. His like last one. He I got he robbed. Won that one. He That's got why robbed his number's fifty on the Nuggets now. Did you know that? Oh. His number's fifty right on the Nuggets. Dwayne yeah. Dwayne gave him a forty-nine. Yeah, because Dwayne's a. I think Obi Toppin's winning. You think Obi's winning? I think Obi's winning. Yeah, I think I've watched before. Jalen just has bounced though. Yeah. At the same time, I think Obi. I don't know. I feel like they can get creative with him. I feel like yeah. he's got. He can get up there. I mean, I feel like they can all get up do there. Do you feel like? Do you think he does like some of his like last name like a Toppin? He creates a something. Dunk called the that's what I'm saying. I just feel like, like a head spin into like a cartwheel. If you're on the Knicks, something's gonna about to happen. Yeah. I don't know why. Just they give me that. <laughs> all right, we are going to transition into some college basketball talk. Jaden, I want to hear. A uh, couple uh, predictions right out the gun from you. Let's hear it. Predictions, Gonzaga does not win again. I am tired of them being the one seed when they don't play anybody. When they played someone, they beat a UCLA team who sits at 13 right now. 15-game so winning streak. Watch your mouth. Who have they played? 
Nobody else is at a 15-game winning streak. That's momentum. They lost to Duke. When they play somebody, they lose. Duke's had some bad losses. I don't want to get in. I mean, we're going to have to get into we that. We know Jane's a Duke fan, but he's yeah. going to have to. The one to Ohio State was bad, I agree. But. Virginia Tech. I'm tired of <laughs> Gonzaga. Okay. <laughs> but I am tired of Gonzaga beating St. Mary's, and everyone's thinking they are the God squad. Well, St. Mary's is good this year. Not in the top 25. No, but they're good. I yeah, watched they're, they're mid-major good. I bet they do something in the tournament. Yeah, I can see them getting to like 16. Maybe 16, 32 at most. Or 16 at most, 32. Is a what about some back-end teams? When we look at like Tennessee, Wisconsin, Houston, talk to me a little bit about some of those teams. Well, I can see, I can see Bama going to the Sweet 16. I feel like they always get hot around tournament time. Tennessee's always a very good team, so they're a sleeper pick. I can see seven Baylor making it to the Final Four again. That defense is still good this year. They have young talent this time. Uh, Auburn's loss was shocking, and Coach K's farewell tour. So Duke uh, it hasn't been the best farewell tour. They beat Gonzaga. That's true. They that, beat the good teams. That's they all- lose to the shitty ones. That was their Super Bowl. I'm not gonna lie. I was at that game. That game was awesome. I feel like that's all I've heard from Duke fans is that game only, as if it was the last game of the season. Okay, because ACC – I'll be the first to admit, ACC basketball is not that strong this year. You can see it in the standings. We don't have a lot of, like – But the thing about ACC compared to Gonzaga's schedule, it's five stars playing five stars. It's true. With great coaching. The thing about Gonzaga, it's five stars playing two stars or one stars. Chet Holmgren didn't play good that game. Against Duke? He yeah. didn't want to shoot the ball. No. I think he's their – obviously, he's their main key. He's their best player, yeah. Yeah, so I think him not playing well in that game, which also credit to Duke. They knew it to Coach K. Coach K knew knew the game plan going into it. Oh, yeah, I mean, he knows every player and how and to they, stop them. The thing about Duke, though, is they finally figured out the Paulo Bancaro cramping situation because he, he, he dropped, I think – it wasn't 38. It might have been 38. But, like, a lot of it was in the first half. And so, so he dropped, like, I think 38, and a lot of it was in the first half, and then he barely played the second half because of cramping. And they, That's tough. They said, like, you know, Duke science, Duke basketball science, they figured out, like, why he cramped, and so they're giving him, like, you know, the special sports drink and stuff. So they figured out the cramping. Who do you see as a sleeper right now? Or maybe a Cinderella? Cinderella. No, it's kind of different. Let me rephrase. Who do you see as a sleeper right now, and then who do you see as a Cinderella? Because I do have one. I have a sleeper in Villanova. Okay, explain why. I mean, why. They, are, they are the ten, but like, no, I feel like no one talks about Villanova till like March Madness, where everyone remembers oh, Villanova's good. So Vincenzo days. The Pete. Oh, Dante. I was at that game too. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. You were at the. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, I was sitting in front of some dudes because it was Nova Zag or sorry, it was Nova Michigan where uh, Mo Wagner was on Michigan that yeah. year. Yeah. And so I was sitting in front of these dudes, and they just kept uh, calling Mo Baby Dirk. So the entire, because the entire second half, he like never got the ball. So the entire time, those dudes behind me was like, "Just be Baby Dirk," and making fun of him. No, oh. no, they they actually wanted to see him pop off. Oh, they they wanted it. Yeah, that's cool. Then, like, cause he's the only, or like he wasn't the only one since Jordan Poole was on that team. But like he was the, like their main guy, and they just would not give him the ball. But as a sleeper, I don't know. That that one's tough. Maybe. May, uh, 
Fuck it. Montana State. Yeah. Speaking of, we're going to get into some Big Sky talk in a second here. I'm going to roll with my sleeper slash underdog slash Cinderella. You can mix it all into one. Colorado State. They're good. They're playing really well. They're really good. They're not ranked right now, but I think they were. They do have the rivals, Wyoming. And Wyoming's playing well, too. Yeah. It's like the first time they've been good in a couple of years. Yeah. But I think that the Rams are actually a solid team, and I think they're slept on a little bit. I don't know their exact record right now, but I knew they were doing really hot. Talk to me about what you've seen from 11 in a row Montana State. Who do play Eastern Washington tonight? The final is not out for that yet. They are on a hot streak. That's undeniable. But when they beat Weber in Weber, I was like, oh, that's a great game. I watched that game. But then, like, Twitter, we took a big L. Yeah. Because, like, the admin was like, and that is the second win in 10 years. Or we are now, like, two for 10 in Ogden. I was like, talk about the win. Do not talk about that. <laughs> Bring up something embarrassing. Yeah, like, why is that a stat we should mention? No one needs to know that. I still think Montana is the best home team in the Big Sky. But combined, yeah. both teams have only lost two games We're this season. We're going to the brawl. Yep. If you didn't know, Jaden and I are going to the brawl of the wild basketball game when it comes. We're going to probably record a pod right after and get that right out. But the brawl will be live. Front court. Front court? That's only like 15 bucks. Signing autographs. Yeah. <laughs> I go for free. <laughs> so <laughs> Not, not courtside. We're going to get as close as we can just for content of the Absolutely. brawl. We're but not sitting in nosebleeds that game. No, we got to be able to smell the players. <laughs> I've seen some of the Grizz players. Don't, don't quote me on that. I've seen some of the big sky talent. They don't look like the nicest smelling dudes. It's true, but it's better than Division Two. So that's, that's, a, that's smelly ball. Absolutely do. That's smelly ball. That's some gym softball. Division Two is smelly ball, and Division Three is rat ball. No, no offense to anyone out there because they're better than me, but you guys do smell if you are a Division Two basketball player. Isn't Durs Division Two? Yep. Durs, <laughs> if you're listening out there, Durs does smell. He is a yellow jacket for Montana State so Billings. NAIA? Is that Division One? No, it's not Division One. It's like its own separate thing. Carol's <laughs> it's got a little like, more organized. Carol's got a lot of like foreign guys, so like it's it's well groomed. The NAIA is actually the oldest college athletics governing body founded in 1937 i did not know that wow neither neither did i um if you're asking if naia is better quote unquote better than division three the well-funded naia teams are much better than d3 as they should be is what i find on the internet when it comes to d2 d2 schools spend 70 percent more um on their program than naia schools so it's like between d2 and d3 so better athletes worse program program all so right. it's it's players trying to make d2 squads all right and all right. the best ones go to d1 yeah okay i see it do you see anything you want to talk about the montana state before i dive into a little montana basketball we're kind of speaking for ourselves here we're 12 and 2 in conference 25 overall there's a danny sprinkle turn this program around and we are looking good cats did beat the grizz first time they played in bozeman that was in the brick though yeah exactly you are right there but yeah Mont- just like Wazoo, the, uh, I have to admit, the Adam Center is a different beast. Yeah, it's, it's when packed. I've seen it empty, and I've seen it packed. Missoula, home field, always a great thing. Yeah. We've seen some up and down play from Montana all year. They had uh, a really good win as well 
at home versus Weber. They won by two, but they've had some rough losses. They lost recently to Northern Arizona, and that was a tough one because it was close all game, and that one was at home also, and it was our only home loss the entire season. So that was a bummer, and we also lost to Idaho State by 23. Yeah, surprising, huh? Very. So it's kind of an up and down season. We had our tough loss at MSU, but like three and eleven Idaho State or Idaho. Idaho State. Well, I guess we beat them out. We beat them three and eleven in conference. We beat I- Montana beat Idaho State first time at home, seventy-eight fifty-four. And then for some reason, February fifth at Idaho State, the Grizz lost by twenty-three. So okay, so I'm seeing the the Grizz could beat like. Good teams. They beat Eastern, lost to Weber by five, which isn't bad. Weber's dominant. Weber's been dominant. And they beat the they beat Weber at home. That's good. And then, but they lose to. I'm not gonna say. Well, they lost to. They lost to a shitty team. Yeah, because Idaho State is four and sixteen, two and nine in Big Sky, and they lost by twenty. They so, must have just got hot in their own gym. So they they lose games where they shouldn't. Yeah, it's because con- they lost to Tech a few years ago. That was bad. That, that was, was that was like bad. social media bad. That was that got that got some views. Yeah, the twenty twenty two Big Sky Basketball Championship will be held at Idaho Central Arena in Boise, Idaho on March seventh, uh through the twelfth. You never know, maybe Jaden and I figure out a way down there or something. Best best Big Sky game I ever went to was uh Dan Lillard versus Will Cherry. Really? I yeah, didn't Will Cherry win? Yep. That was the year they made it. When uh, Dame should have. I remember, like, vividly, the one player I remember is Dame shooting free throws, like, two minutes left in the game, and some dumbass from the UM student section is, like, shaking the backboard and got teed up. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Why? <laughs> Especially why? on Dame time. Yeah, like, literally, like, Dame's, like, doing his, pro- like, you know, progressions through the free throw, looks up, and just sees, like, the basket shaking. That's some good athletes come out of the big sky. That yeah. Dame Lillard, Cooper Cup. Anyways, um, anything else you want to go over? Uh, just a quick shout out to the MSU hockey team for winning the Mountain West Collegiate Hockey League. I uh, wow! I saw one game, which was it was Kakaris hockey. Is that the one where the Grizz came back? No, Grizz lost. No. Okay. Yeah. No, the, I'm pretty sure the first time they came back, the second time they straight up lost. That's okay. But anyway, wow! I mean, didn't know we were a trail school, but fuck yeah! Jeez, neither did I. It's kind of impressive. In the great words of a uh, Chance the Rapper. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that should wrap it up here. Episode three. Any parting words from you, Mr. Jaden Job? Uh, I actually have one thing not sports related to talk about. I'm officially putting hippos on the animals to to question. Not be worried about, but to question. Saw a video on TikTok of a hippo just chomping <laughs> a watermelon. And I already know about the speed they have in the water. Everyone thinks like hippos are like this cute animal, moto moto. Gloria, like no hippos are officially you shouldn't be scared of them. If you find yourself in hippo infested waters, it is question time. So, moral of the story: hippos are dangerous. Hippos are a dangerous animal. Well, you've heard it enough here, from Mr. Job. Hippos are dangerous. My parting words: Have a great weekend. We'll be back with the pod next week. Thanks for listening. Share the pod. Anything you can do. The brawl is over. Yeah,